Golden Deer Productions. Golden Deer. Oh, oh, wait, was that not it? Hey, enter, just, you forgot to enter. Hi, this is Jack Bigelow of Golden Deer Productions, and this is my golden hour. Water. Earth. Fire. Air. Long ago, the four dear nations lived together in harmony. Then, everything changed when the fire deer attacked. Only Derek, master of all four elements, could stop those boys. But when Boston needed him most, he vanished into the enchanted golden deer forest. Season four! So, listen, man. Normally, in the morning, I drink two space juices. Well, excuse me, two espresso shots. Today, I only had one because I didn't really feel the need to be super hyper. And that's important because today, Jack, my best friend, and someone I, I could not do any of this stuff without, are running our 100th episode of the show. And if I can get anything out of the show and out of this episode, I want it to just be a document, a really accurate document of where we were at at episode 100. So then we can check at episode 150, 200, and in a year of how much we've grown. I like that. Do you concur with that? I think that's pretty good. I think that's great. I would love to get that out of this episode. And so I also think what's important is... Jack and I actually conceal a lot of information and we probably will do that still just because I'm not someone traditionally who likes saying things before they happen. So if there's any, anything in this conversation that is going on and it seems like weird, like, wait, I'm being left out. I'm sorry. That's just like, there's a cousin Stisline actually. He goes, don't tell me your plans. Just believe in them and go. And I kind of F-U-C-K with that, don't you? I do. I feel like sometimes if you tell, and Frank's in the building. Frank, can you say hi on this one? Come on, give us one wave on this one. Give us a little wink. Frank. <laughs> what was I saying about? Yeah, I feel like sometimes when you tell people to sound like very, not motivational, but aspirational when you tell people your dreams and what you want to get out of stuff and where you want to take stuff it's very easy to be discouraged when other people don't concur and i've learned that because i've been hustling now for like four years jack's probably the only one who's really seen the gritty gritty but i feel like it's better off to just keep things in your mind and let them just unfold Totally agree. With Keep that it to be, yourself. With that being said, and and again, I'm probably going to take a much more subdued tone than I normally do for most episodes. It's not that I'm depressed; it's just that I'm much more emotional than th- I think people give me credit for. But Sorry, I'm emotional too. You're a great guy. And you're my bestie. Oh. <laughs> you won't get that. You won't get that. <laughs> That's subliminal. I want you to introduce yourself, who you are, what you do, as we do for most guests. Hey guys, this is uh, Jack Bigelow. 
I am a part of Golden Deer Productions. I do all the graphic work and uh, whatever else needs to be done. Um, and uh, yeah, grew up with Connor. I'm a great guy. I swear. Jack and I'm I'm having trouble sometimes. Jack, the big like, wait. What does Jack do? And I say like he's like my partner, and everyone thinks we're gay. <laughs> I'm like he's like my my like. He helps me out with everything. It's like, chill, come <laughs> on. It's not like that. I'm like, they're like, yeah, your partner. I'm like, no, like, he's like my business partner. Like, <laughs> well, he, We should start saying business brothers instead of business partners. I think maybe you should just be called the GDP consultant. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You're independently contracted. Oh, okay. I like that. I like that. So I want to start off by saying Jack and I are both 23. Yes, sir. Both but- Capricorns. <laughs> Surprisingly, when does Capricorn end? I think the 18th or yeah, something like that. Yeah, 18th on the 16th. And I think over the last year, for me at least, I think what I've noticed with you and everything going on that you're starting to hit a little more of a stride in terms of being on the day-to-day motivation. Do you feel that way? 100%, bro, every day. I know, but you know what I'm saying? It wasn't like that, like, I think until... I at least had left PC where you're like, wait, if I if I make the baby steps every day, like I'll keep it going. Hundred percent. It was literally when you left PC because then I saw you doing it and I was like, oh, I, I kind of see where he's where he's going with it. Like I, I can I can understand how he's moving to keep keep that fire burning. It's so, a it, it for me. I think it's a it's been a lot harder. Surprisingly, the podcast I think is a really good medium. For, for our skill sets mm-hmm. but it's been a lot harder because i actually don't see that many people in a day mm-hmm. like this is dope i love waking up and like coming here and running episodes it's like a lot of fun for me but then after we leave here it's like jack sometimes frank other other individuals involved it's just all about like distributing and dropping and going and being at starbucks that's another thing. We do like all our work at a Starbucks in Cambridge. <laughs> they know us very well. Absolutely. And that place is in shambles. <laughs> all the time. They should run a podcast this year and then see how different the staff is next year. Because it is wild. I don't think there'll be any of the same employees. I know. They're dropping like flies. But yeah, we we do a lot of our work at a Starbucks, which is pretty wild. Uh, I started that. There was another Starbucks I used to work at in Fresh Pond. But they got rid of these tall tables, remember? Mm-hmm. And so I can't sit down and do computer work. I have to stand. So the Starbucks is perfect. But I'm also in there a lot and I'm pissed a lot now. And so I can't really like be k- as kind as I'd like to be. You can't be the sociable Connor that you want to be. I would like to be like that every day. It's tough. It's not easy. Especially when you just got to make decisions all day long. Like, I don't know if Frank is pissed right now. Is he pissed? <laughs> He's probably a little irritated. I mean, he was in the car with me. He probably got a little stressed out by my road rage. Why? How bad was it? Uh, it wasn't that bad in my eyes, but I think, I think I've think i been 10 times worse before. But was the was city Jack always, really bad? The city always brings the he, worst Jack out of me. punches his horn like this. <laughs> <laughs> Come on! I did get the, out! I did the little light taps. The deet deet. Where were you most stressed when you hit Somerville? No, bro, that was easy. It was uh, Com-Av. it was getting out of freaking that BU area. It was ridiculous. 
<laughs> and like Stroud Drive was like a that's the worst road rage. Dude. I really got that. <laughs> I really got that on me. But it's weird because Jack's also very calm demeanor when he's not driving, <laughs> and it just comes out of him. And I, I have to deal with other people on the road. I know. So that's been a big challenge for you. Hundred percent. Forever. Can you elaborate on that? I, I mean, I have a tough time working with others. I think, yeah, but I also think, I'm starting to notice, I think people think things of themselves, and because they think things of themselves, they think it's true. Well, n- well, it's it's different. It, it, I'd say that in a broad sense, because, like, in order to actually explain it, you know, you have to go into detail. But um, I feel like it's more like I get frustrated with people because I have high expectations, not only in them, but myself. And then on the other hand, like, even if they do something that I don't like, I personally am not very good at being expressive and like coming across um, with like complete sentences and making sense. And so like I wouldn't even bother because I don't feel like I can get my point across and then it's just like wasted time. Like I've I've tried to do better at it, but it just it drives me nuts. Yeah. So for instance, Jack growing up had like motor skill difficulties. And so like he sometimes will say half words. Yep. And so it was always an interesting dichotomy growing up because I was always pretty sociable, but I was like much more high energy. And so like, <laughs> that's why me and Jack have worked for a long time. It works. It works. Because I'm like, a you know, I'm, I was like gifted to be able to communicate well. And then Jack also is really good at just seeing things from a broader scope. Yes, sir. So do you think that through practice you've gotten better with dealing with people? One thing about Jack too is he has an, he, he defaults to no a lot, which is a good thing, and I default to yes. So I'll say yes to most stuff, and Jack will say no to most stuff, and so we're trying to find a little bit of a balance. We've gotten better, hundred percent. We've I feel like we always are getting better at it. Like, let's give him an example. Um, I don't know. Con- Connor always wants to like go. Used to always want to go out and do stuff, and. I would be the first person to tell him, hell no. And now, you know, Connor's like, yo, let's go do this. Let's go push ourselves to, you know, go to this event or do whatever. And I'll be like, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, like Jack and I hate going to clubs. Yeah, we don't like that shit, but we push ourselves sometimes. Because I feel like we're in a position now, when this had started at PC, it was so, it was really dope because like you could talk to people and communicate with people all day. Now we're like somewhat decentralized. You know, this is like the most central point of everything, but I want to be able to communicate with more people on a day-to-day basis. You know what I'm saying? I hate the fact that like right now building this and I'm totally cool with everything, the grind, everything, but it's we're stuck behind the phone all the time. I know. It's I, whack. I know. I hate being behind my computer all day too. I know, yeah, so Jack, every graphic design you see for the most part, except the little Instagram faces on the side, is created by Jack. He's also having, he has trouble marketing his work. I'm, this is not even shitting on, feel free to shit on me, but like, he makes incredible graphics and he won't post the content. I'm like, dude, you could have a boom in business. Chill, it's just because like, I don't know if I even want that. I don't even know if I, even if I want to be doing graphic design 24-7. But, dude, do you think I honestly want to host all the time? Definitely not. But that's what I'm saying. You feel me? 
I, I I've started to notice there are rewards in just doing it and going. I just feel feel bad saying no to people, like when they ask for graphic design, and I'll be like, I don't even want to do this, but I say yes every time. But you also do like making that bag. It is nice. It is nice making that bag because you do need to make money in this world. And I'm starting to notice making a lot of money is kind of the move. Oh yeah, you got to, especially in this part of the world. <laughs> yeah, that. Not even on a security tip, but like life, I think, as a total, would be better with lots of money. Yeah, well, what is it like? Hundred seventy thousand, they say, is like. That's like broke. Hundred seventy is like, and then after that, is extra. Is that what they said? Maybe that's not. I mean, that's just average because Massachusetts, New England, wicked expensive. Hundred seventy racks a year. Yeah, they said like, and then after that, it's all like extra. Can I tell you, and this isn't even a shit on everybody, but I've also started to learn, like, so I make, I don't, I honestly don't know how much I'd make at the end of the year with the jerry bags and, like, some of the stuff I've done with Scholastic and some of the other projects. Oh, here's another note. This podcast, I've actually lied and told a lot of people that it's, like, fully monetizable because I'm insecure about it sometimes. Yeah. But, like, we have not made a cent off this show. I mean, not directly. Well, no, the brand has definitely made money. Like, you're able to leverage the podcast itself in order to... No, what I'm saying is it, it's a choice on Jack and I's part to not push ads, push 100%. Google ads. Yep. That's a choice. The brand itself is growing really fast, I think. Or am, am I delusional? I don't know. We're growing. I feel like we're growing really organically, and so I just don't want to jeopardize like the authenticity of the brand by doing work with people that we don't necessarily want to work with. And I also think that it's almost like um, we'd be almost rushing into it. Like we're, I feel like if we do it more organically, organically like we're doing it now. Like I feel like it um, it doesn't feel as as uh, forced the uh, whole advertisement thing. I I agree that that's also been a struggle of Jack and I because I'm on like I want to f- I don't have short-term patience. I don't know if I ever will. Jack mm-hmm. doesn't have patience with people, but he has patience seeing something grow. So, would you agree? I would agree, yes. But I but don't you also think that in the first for a lot of this growth, we've need some of my lack of patience? Hell yeah, man. Without your lack of patience, I don't think a lot of this shit would get done. Frank, are we doing okay? You're are, you, are you enjoying this? <laughs> okay, we're trying to be honest. Frank, you're a great guy. Never forget it. Frank, can I tell you another thing? I'm very glad we met you, man. I'm extremely grateful we met you because I think you're, you have a similar grind mindset. Like You like putting in work. And know how I can tell it? Based on your taste in music. Cause you like all the the rappers who grinded. Frank loves J Cole, and and, and he's just a good guy, which is nice. And, and you're bro, your thing is you're also smarter than us on a technical end, and we suck at that stuff. We we get it, but <laughs> but you understand the camera lighting. We, I don't. Like, dude, I would literally be chewing on my lip editing stuff like so whack. Just because I can't stand still, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> so I appreciate you, bro. 
And then also shout out to Abu. Abu just produced the last episode. And uh, he's going to be with us moving forward. He's also a great dude. Also seems wildly smart. Nice. Surround ourselves with smart people. It's important. Oh, and I also had a call last night. I'll tell everyone. There might be a, th- a third. And that might be your intern. A third editor in the mix. It was. <laughs> oh, Frank's going to have an intern? <laughs> I want Frank to have a master team. I, f- I like that. <laughs> I like that move. I think that'd be good because he'll have that power. And well, I know it'll go straight to his head. <laughs> well, no. We'll call it GDP. It's like Golden Deer Productions. But then like it's Frankie Films. is like the subset. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And then we have like the sub. I like that. And then down the line when we're all making big bags, we hire we hire Frankie Films to <laughs> produce the Golden Deer production. Oh, oh okay. You feel me? Okay, I see. I see where you're lining this up. And then we get a Gatorade sponsor and Nike. <laughs> <laughs> I, what are what are some things you? I want from an outsider's perspective, from when you're able to remove yourself of what's going on. What do you think? has been our biggest L and what are some of the effects that you've seen in the city thus far? Biggest L? I mean, probably the, um, the pre-washed up. Yeah. Yeah. So we naively, I thought I could throw a big party before a big concert last summer. And we ended, it was supposed to be free. It was going to be an easy thing. And then... <laughs> it was at this fat spot downtown called The Town. It's actually... They just changed management. But it was this fat spot on Boylston. I was like, you know, all these PC kids are just moving into the city now. It's a fat spot on Boylston on a Friday night in Boston. This is a layup. And then as we started getting closer and closer to the date... We just started getting taxed with mad shit. Yeah, it was supposed to be free, and then all of a sudden it just became a bag, and you're it like, became, and, and it you're became like, like fifteen hundred. And we started, we started feeling it. We're like, what's going on? Like something doesn't feel right about this. But we were like, just so excited about everything. Like we, we just were naive, and we didn't really like think about it too far. And I also was marketing. I was already marketing the concert at the time. And then I was like, you know, I could just take a break from the marketing campaign that I've been bleeding out of my eyes for the concert. And I can just like market this little side party because the the product is so good that. I mean, it was a good product. And loads of free drinks. And so I was like, you know, we'll charge like 10 bucks at the door. Won't be that much. Like, yeah, we have a boo sponsor. We're giving out tons of free stuff. We have Red Bull sponsor. And literally like maybe 75 people showed up yeah 70 90 at the most and and this is true shit i was i was like because i was coming off like gdp being really popular at pc and i was like yo i was just looking at the stairs and i was like dude where where is everybody like where are the people coming and i know bullshit real talk hidden the bathroom I for know, like eight minutes. I know. I was dealing with mad shit. I was like, dude, where's Connor? This freaking chick was like trying to fight me at the door. It was like one of my weakest moments. I like, I went in the bathroom for like eight minutes and I was like, dude, I don't even want to go out. Like, this is terrible. And then I left. I came back into the heat and there was just like issues and like my cousin was <laughs> slamming oh. drinks. Oh, that was, that was another story. It was a good lesson though. I was like, yeah, if you're going to go do something, you got to stand behind it until you, you die. So every event, 
now, there's always a moment where I'm like, oh. There's always that, that thought in your back of my mind, like, are we going to have another one of those? Luckily, it hasn't happened. Because I know the type of energy it Cause, takes. Because we, we never have done that ever again where we kind of half-assed. You, you can't settle. That's why everyone thinks I'm crazy when I go total hyper mode, which is also another interesting thing. Something When I go promo mode, something takes over my body, okay? I love watching it. It's hilarious. <laughs> something I just I change into a different beast, and I turn into just this psycho who just like <laughs> snap, snap, bam, boom, content, smack, boom. And I'm, I like to call that character Zochi. Right now, here as the host, I'm Big Bochi. When me and Frank talk under the stars, I'm Connor. When I'm on camera, though, cinematic camera, I'm Kochi. What about Carter? That dude's a dick. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's another thing. Like, promo mode's wild. I know. It's, it's, it's exciting times. I enjoy it. I have a massive come down after everything, though. Holy like a three days. Dude, after washed up, I was like actually severely depressed. Well, well like, it's it's hilarious because every single day of an event, like, if you see yourself, like, you are so physically drained, and then you are so, you get such a high from the event. You're off adrenaline, bro. And so, like, dude, you are just like... <laughs> Like, it's the most absurd thing to see because you are just floating at that point. Well, dude, I think at the mass cast, people don't really get it. I didn't I didn't even think of, like, be, being the mediator until, like, one minute before because I was promoing it. So, like, I, when everything was set up and ready, I was like, oh, shit, I have to, like, hold this conversation <laughs> now. What? And then I, like, looked around. I was like, oh, it's going to be mad easy. We got Frankie Films in the sticks. Oh, yeah. Do we want to talk about what happened at the mass cast with... Uh, some swiping hands. Some. Go ahead. Speak about it. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, the, yo, Jack <laughs> hates freeloaders. Hates it. I'm a little more open about it, but Jack hates it. So uh, I was I was giving away t-shirts, and, um, you know, I had to tell a couple people that, you know, we just want to make sure everyone gets one, so, like, only one per person. We're, we were given, anyone who shows up to our event, we give you free gear. I mean, you could have whatever you want, any color, any size, like, sweatshirt, t-shirt, it didn't matter. And then, you know, I had to go run off, make some food, and sure enough, I come back to the t-shirts, and they're all gone. And um, people were blatantly admitting that they were taking four or more pieces after I had told them not to. It is really ridiculous. And I was like, come on, guys. And it kind of hurt my heart a little bit, but hey, whatever. Ooh. At least people are wearing the shirts. It's not sitting right. But, yes, people swiped four free pieces. We were like, yo. I'm like, come on. There's other people. Like, some people didn't even get shirts because of those people. But. But on that positive perspective tip, it is dope that the gear is so dope that people want to wear it. And it is nice because, like, the craziest thing is, is I'll have people from, from like, Long Island, from people up in Vermont, people in Mass all the time telling me, like, oh, yeah, I saw someone in the street wearing a GDP shirt. And I'm like, that's awesome. Wow, that's supreme tip. Like, you feel me? You see us a little bit here, a little bit there. Those are probably the highlights, honestly, of my for for me, GDP wise, like just hearing people wearing the shirts, seeing people wearing the shirts, getting the fan pick Fridays. Like, dude, when I came down to PC and you had gone blitz mode selling all those shirts, and I saw everyone wearing the GDP shirt that I designed, Derek. I was like, 
I was like, dude, this is awesome. This is gonna this makes sense. I wanna do more. I wanna set up the podcast to a point where all I have to do is show up, get a great guest, help everybody as much as they need, but when I leave here, I can be on my feet, I can communicate with everyone on my feet, and then I can go talk to people and spread the brand and give them stuff and move because that's what I like really love. We're, we're getting there. We're, we're getting those pieces set up. Yeah, that's another thing I've learned is like what's really dope about wanting to work a 16-hour day and I actually get frustrated if I don't have anything to do now, which is bad. Like I, I have a problem with wanting to be overconsumed. But you realize like, whoa, if I maximize all my hours in a day and I do that every day for a full week, damn, my game's changed a little bit. You can get a literally so much done. It's dope. <laughs> like you literally can get a freaking half a year's work done in a week if you actually like go full blitz mode. <laughs> And that's another thing, if you really like it, too. I think it's important to note, too, like, I think people thought when I was like, yo, I'm going to continue this after school. They're like, dude, how are you going to make money? How are you going to do this? You lost your captive audience. You, dude, like, I thought this should just be a college thing. Bro, do you really think you have the knowledge to do all that? Yo, you, I'm starting to learn whatever decisions you make, everything just wraps around. Everything that's going on in your life will just start catering to what whatever you want to do and whatever is going on. I feel that way. Especially if it's in if for the right reasons and and you're And you, you bleed know, out of your and eye. And it's and it's a kind of a good direction. <laughs> like yeah, if you pick some bad directions like yeah, I wanna be um like, I don't know, a camping yeah. or something and like you're trafficking humans. Like, yeah, maybe maybe it wouldn't line up for you, but who knows? Yeah. And, I mean, I've just learned a lot in the past year, too. One of them is, like, okay, well, now it's time to play a long game. I feel like you're in college a lot, and like, or you're in the school system, and you're like, yo, I only have, like, eight months to get this done, and everyone leaves, and, like, you're just based year by year. Mm-hmm. Once you leave school, and here's another note. I don't even have all my classes finished, nor does Jack. Neither do I, neither do I. I hate school, I hate school. I will finish school, though. I will, too, if it kills me. Because it will make my father happy. That's all that matters. <laughs> it will make my dad happy. And I realize, I'm, yo, I'm saying a lot of points here, so what did I say before that one? I want to make sure I finish on that. You said if you go in the right direction, it'll kind of happen? What? Uh, yeah, no, I'm learning that since it's a very liberating feeling being out of a school setting. One, because I was never meant for it. Two, there's uh, you start to realize you're playing that lifelong game instead. Instead of that, like, you know, year-to-year game. You're like, yo, let me set this up to make this thing amazing and, like, set myself up in my life to, like, really cater around, like, what I want to get done. Yeah, it is dope. It is. It is. I much prefer to play the the life game versus the school game. More chips on the line. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so Vix is really profound with it. So, what do you want right right now outside of Boston? I mean, I did tell you we were gonna start developing a presence in the city. Did I? How long I've been saying this for? Hmm. 
I don't know how long have we been, how long have you been at a PC to a year? Well, I've told I said that before. I know, I know. It's probably like two years, two and a half years. I what's going on right now, and this is gonna sound really nuts, but I told myself I was gonna do it since I was sixteen. Real talk. I said I was gonna do something crazy. Oh, Austin. I guess you did say you were gonna do something out of the city. I thought I thought we were just talking about GDP in general. Yeah, absolutely. But but we did know. You've always you've always said I that. I did know. I said we're not going to L.A. We're not going to New York. You we're said, staying in the city. So we always got to rep Lincoln. Always yeah. got to rep L Town. Exactly. We're not from Boston. We're from Lincoln. But I have a little more street cred. You do. You always have. Because my parents were split. And so I spent time in Cambridge. I spent time in Lincoln. But my schooling was in Lincoln. It's a different world in Lincoln. When, what do you think our biggest flaw right now is? Our biggest flaw? Sometimes I think that... Actually, so tell me my biggest flaw. You don't, you can... Say whatever without me getting upset. I think that you make things hard for yourself sometimes. Okay, elaborate. Like, you work so freaking hard. Like, no joke, crazy hard. And I think you can make a lot of the work that you do a lot easier for yourself. And I know you're trying to do that, and and that's all you can ask for because you can't can't just change overnight. And so I think that's, that's the biggest thing. I think that's the biggest thing holding both of us back i think that we you know we work really hard but sometimes that hard work you know it could it could be done in a different way where it's it's more accessible it's easier for us to do and i think that's i mean it's kind of broad but i think that's kind of another issue is i beat jack to death with projects because i have so many things i think would be good ideas and so, for instance, we've been trying to formulate season five now for like three months, honestly. But this will be the first episode of season five. Okay. We're going to hang on to this because it'll be like, you know what, man? I hope you guys like it. Look at these two young men. They're just three young men, excuse me. Four young men. The ghost of Phoenix down recording. <laughs> What's up, bro? What's his name? Oh, I don't even want to say it. <laughs> Um, <laughs> there's a, I forget what I was saying. So caught up in my our, mind. our flaws, our flaws. Yeah. I beat Jack to death with projects. Like I do. I'm always like, yo, this would be a good idea. This would be a good idea. That would be a good idea. This would be a great idea. Let's do this. Great. Jack, Jack, this is why Jack needs to post content is because he's made over like thousands of graphic designs. I know I, I do need to post well, for it. Why do you not, it, uh, dude? Honestly, like, like, should I post? I know I don't. I don't like. It's not even like a thought that crosses my mind, and I, I, there's no excuse for it other than what I just said. Um, I definitely need to start doing it more. You just need to get in a rhythm with it. Yeah, I mean, sure. Okay. I should make it a schedule. Here's another question. One year from today. Where are you sitting? But be very ambiguous about it. Don't tell anybody. Be re- Make sure you're very ambiguous about your answer. 
All right, well, very, very ambiguous. I mean, like, do not give anything away. Yeah, I, I got you. No, you, but you're saying where I'm gonna be. Yeah. So, so th- that doesn't that doesn't really matter. So, yeah, dude, this is definitely. I, I, I want to say that you know, um, I would like to, I would like to see us dive into other things and nice get into some other creative ventures. Um, because I think we uh. Yes, you know, the podcast is creative um, in some aspects, marketing-wise and during events, but I think we got a lot more uh, a lot more juice to... I feel like we have so much shit we have not tapped into. So much. You know, I feel like this is... And not even to sound really, like, disrespectful, because I know it's it's a grind for some people, but, like, this is really easy. I want to do more things that are like very hard and challenging. Like kind of like scary. Yeah, like I want it to like be really scary. And like, and like this terrifying. Ju- like and this just it. isn't that scary. It's not. It's a bucket. It's a bucket. I love it. I and I love the fact that we're I love going back to the Instagram and just seeing everybody's come up here. It's awesome. I know. I always do it sometimes. I'll go back. I'll go all the way back to like the very beginning. Oh my god. Scroll through it. I'm like, "Holy crap." But, dude, I posted that on Instagram, but do you remember how much of a nightmare was starting this? Oh. This probably will cut up as a clip, Frank. Oh, it was it was ridiculous. Let me say it one more time so the clip's clean. Do you remember how much of a nightmare it was starting this? Yes, it was a nightmare. It was insane, Frank. What was it, like three, it, three months? Of, it was just rough. L's. L after L. Wow. L after L. Yeah, and there are some real, like, moments where, like, dude, what the hell? Like, is this even worth it? <laughs> I I didn't have my head wrapped around being a podcast host for a long time. I still don't even have it fully wrapped around. I, I feel like you you got it, like, right right before the um, holiday season started. When I started to get it. Like, the holiday season is when I think you really kind of fell into Embraced your groove. It. Yeah, with the podcast. I I concur. It was also when Hector stopped being on the show. Yes, it was. It's huge, major shout to Hector because not only is he a very close friend of mine, but I could not have started this show without him. I had literally like two hundred fifteen bucks in my bank account. Like I didn't have a cent. I was so broke after the concert. So broke. And I was like, I was actually just chilling in a Hyatt, that Hyatt in Cambridge. I was taking a ton of Adderall, (laughs) so much Adderall. Oh, I remember. Trying to write. I I wasn't productive. Like, dude, there was like three weeks where I was like, there was actually a moment when I was leaving that Hyatt. It was like last August, late August. I was leaving maybe even September. And I was so fucked up off Adderall. I couldn't close my mouth and I walked all the way from like MIT Harvard area back to my dad's crib I like at what, four in the morning yeah, four in the morning and I was like yo and I had sweatpants on and I had like a baggy black shirt on I was like dude what am I doing I laid down on my bed my heart was beating out of my chest I was like dude what are you doing like you are brain dead and so then I was like all right I gotta like I have to set something up where I can work on something like every day and 
I literally went into Nage. That's where my dad works. That's where I started the podcast started. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> but I went into Nage. I was like, yo, heck, I want to start a podcast, bro. I feel like there's a lot of Boston artists out here who like need a platform. And he was like, yeah, bro, let's start it. <laughs> He's like, let's start it. I was like, oh, you want to do it with me? He's like, yeah, sure. So we, I had no money. Heck, like went halfsies with me. We got some equipment from other places, and then we started it. But it would not have been possible without him. Hundred percent. There's, n- I don't think. I mean, yeah. No, there's no chance it would have started. Zero it, chance. And I actually kind of liked the dynamic of me and Heck at the start. Like I, no, it. I mean, there were some entertaining podcasts. <laughs> like, dude, the first first like four or five were absurd. At the t- in the top, <laughs> you you get in like a little crossfade. <laughs> oh yeah, I got mad baked one episode. Which episode is that? It probably never aired. There's like two of them. I never aired. <laughs> <laughs> it was cool though. I'm glad there's a story behind it. And I and I like that South was the first one. That was dope too. I know he's supposed to be here any minute now. It was kind of nice, you know, starting a new chapter in the GDP uh, saga, and uh, you know we had all the the boys. Definitely a ne- necessity. It was it was a good feeling. Look at all these names, man. I know this uh this table is almost full. We didn't even start this until what, like episode forty or like thirty. You know, we started it five you know, deep in there. But some people well, no, it must it must have been the start of the, of twenty nineteen. Right? Oh yeah, yeah, because we painted we painted it? this on New Year's. Word. Yeah, New Year's Eve we painted this thing. So, who's your favorite episode been? That's tough, man. Frank, what about you? What's your favorite episode? Mm-hmm. Nikolai. See, it's t- it's tough for me because um, you know, I'll I'll be here for some interviews and then I won't be here for some interviews and it's a completely different um feeling like listening it and versus being here like i i get different things out of it um like some of the best ones i mean the mass pirates interview that was a classic me, me boy um the lit twins that interview pod. the Who? lit twins oh the lit twins are that, awesome that was a great interview and then i mean there's just jeff been- <laughs> james like i love you albert Einstein, man yeah those are my guys bro shout out to my guys nick gray and his buddy like dude that we had a great time with him Oh yeah, I forgot about them. And I mean, they're great. They're great dudes. Yeah, we. I mean, we've had thought some of the oh, thoughts. thoughts one. Yeah, dude. I don't want to. I don't want to skew anyone who's come up here that we don't. That we didn't like their episode. We like almost every episode. I got. Just I got no. I got no problems with anyone. Dude, surprisingly, his episode got like the most listens exponentially. Well, that's because he's Savage he, Gas episode was so he's, big. He's that internet prince. He's uh, he's tapped into those sub. I actually like his music. No, his music's half decent. I liked it. His, his he's just tapped into some d- huge fan base online. The mayor that was a fire moment. Yep, I guess yeah, I guess um, yeah, we've had a lot of great interviews. Here's another document. Can I tell you? Mm -hmm. I get ducked on emails, and I assure you, within four months, it won't happen, but I get ducked on so many emails inviting people up to the show. 
but I still send out like hundreds. But I get ducked consistently on the show. Like that is real, real talk. Because there are people I want to get up here that I think are doing like really substantial stuff in the city that they don't want to come on the GDB podcast. But watch, motherfucker. Watch. <laughs> You'll be asking soon. Exactly. <laughs> Frank, do you have any questions for those GDP boys? Give us a question. Come on. Yeah, don't you have some questions from our guests, from our followers? Yeah. But Frank, you first. Let let him think about it. Mike should call me. <laughs> yeah, Mike's Mike's a great guy. I like Mike. We're glad Mike's in the mix. Cause he, he we need I like I I like hanging out with you guys because you guys are just fully entertainment. You guys are go go. Mike. Yeah, you and Mike are go go go. I know. It's a lot of attraction, right? And, uh, you know, it's nice to... A lot of psychos in Boston, too. It's nice to have someone push you like that. And Mike and Connor do that for me. That's great. Frank. Frank, what's the question there, man? You're looking like... Uh, you're, you're, you're a little dumbfounded. You look <laughs> like you uh, just got the soul sucked out of you. <laughs> how, how many hours did you sleep last night? Six. Yeah, that's like 15 for you. Yeah, six is pretty good, bro. That's, that's how much I got, too. I probably got to somewhere. I woke up at, like, five today. Oh, uh, um, oh yeah, so we we also scoop Frank. Frank does not have a license, so we pick him up outside his apartment. Traditionally, not on time. Not not usually. Was he, was he late today? Oh, yeah. I was <laughs> I was just waiting there, and I was like, I was like hmm. I told him I was going to be here at a certain time. Uh, and then... The excuses are coming in, guys. No, no, it was all good. We um you know, it wasn't that bad. It was it was good. We got we got here when we could. Jack's pissed. There's nothing we could do about it. The traffic would have stopped us anyways. What are you pissed about? I'm not <laughs> pissed about anything, bro. How late were you? For what? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's eight, what, that's eight, what happens. Eight minutes later. Uh, eight. <laughs> yeah. That's not bad for F. Bro. Oh, that's not bad for Frankie. <laughs> I thought it was gonna be like being, I thought he was like waiting in the hall. He's, he would have been ready in, to in go. Frank, in Frank's. Oh, oh, damn. All right. <laughs> oh, you guys should well, fight. Well, listen. It was the first time I ever picked up Frank, so I'll get better at it next time. No. Well, in Frank's defense, his apartment is tucked like very far away from the entry door. Oh really? So when he, I'm assuming when he gets the text is when he starts his commute, and it probably takes like at least three and a half minutes. Oh okay. Well, I apologize, Frank. I wasn't actually pissed. I honestly he was he was pissed. I wasn't. I was more just pissed about the traffic. Don't the patience thing. Remember? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No patience. Where'd you park near that red meter? I parked where we always drop them off, like right in front of that bus station. In that handicapped spot. What's yeah. wrong with you, man? Dude, I had the hazards on straight. I was only there for a few minutes. 10. 10 minutes, yeah. He was pissed. He was pissed. <laughs> Frank, it's all good, bro. It's all good. I just like... I you like, put up with our I, bullshit, I, I, sh- I should have planned ahead. I should have gave us more time. My fault. My fault. You're a great guy. You're a great guy. Thanks, man. Okay. So, Stefan had a question. He said... Stefan was the guy who was a cinematographer on Adderall Boy. He said... Whatever happened to your acting, acting career? It's <laughs> a good question, man. You, sh- you still act occasionally. For, I act every day. For promo bits. And, I know, but like, you know, for a camera. This is actually a really, this is like stand-up comedy, a podcast. It is. 
honestly. It's a really, it's a challenge. But I, lo- I actually like this form. M- a lot more improvisational, you feel me? Like, uh, just say something, I'll tell you a joke. My, uh, I really need to shave my back. Dude, you look like a Wookiee. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, nice. one more, one more. I got another one, I got another one. I'm make Frank laugh, I'm gonna make Frank laugh. Ow, I stubbed my toe. Oh my god, they should call you Bigfoot. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that was some great jokes. <laughs> yeah, they got some fire jokes. Frank, yo, tell me something. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> this kid. <laughs> Somebody get Frank some help. This kid needs a water and and some sleep. No, no, Frank need, he needs some salt in his water because he's just been getting dizzy and he's been catching migraines. Bro, you gotta take care of yourself. No, come on, Frank. H- health, health is wealth. I have a question about refined carbs for you. So the Chinese diet's like very rice based. Yeah. Isn't that like really unhealthy? But it's just widely accepted. Is is that in the public health conscience in China? And it's inexpensive. It's dirt cheap. Yes. Except like backbreaking labor. <laughs> in that rice patty. Mmm. <laughs> Yuck. <laughs> There's a quick one. There's a quick one. Uh, never, never let them forget. Yo, I'm going to tell also, this is a diet hack for everyone. Mike's coming up on Monday to do diet stuff, but yo, you want to get really lean, don't, don't, you it will work. What I did worked, but you are not going to look good. Like you're not going to look that muscular unless your shirt is off. If you have a shirt on though, you're going to look like, damn, this dude's mad. Damn. I wouldn't say that about you, though, bro. You don't, you don't look thin. I know, but you know what I'm saying. Like, oh, Frank's over here looking at his t-ceps. Oh, uh, well, I, I mean, dude, Frank got a built ass back. Frank's built, bro. Especially, especially for a friend, dude. Well, yeah, I mean, that's that's genetics, though. Yo, how about that dude's calves the other day, Frank? Did you see them? I was like, yo, bro. <laughs> yo, chill, come on, bro. Remember, I was like, "Yo, you, your calves are hitting, brother." <laughs> and he was like, "Yo, chill." He's like, "Pause." <laughs> yeah, dead ass. I was like, "Yo, bro, I love your calves. <laughs> <laughs> you look amazing." Right. Um, okay, what else? Oh, you said whatever happened to your acting career? You find out soon. Yeah, I mean, who um, knows? Who knows? Whirlwind. Acting, man. I think it's uh, you always have it in you. I agree. I have an entrepreneurial spirit, so I like keeping things going. Okay, I want you to say anything else. I know I talked a lot. That's usually the way it is with me and Jack anyway. Oh, well, like, I don't know how does it usually go. Wouldn't you ask me a question and then uh, I'd go off? You want me to ask you a question? (laughs) Sue loves getting interviewed. Wait, you want me to ask you a question? No, no, I'm saying is there anything else that you think we should say, like, documenting-wise? I don't know what's going on right now. We're definitely not rich. Oh, so um, you know, we just we just had an event, what a week ago, and we're looking to do another one soon. True. I'm wondering what's going to happen. And I also think Jack, Jack, and I, our minds are in the right place, man. I think I think we are. I think we're all looking ahead, thinking right, good mindsets. I think we're I think we're building the right the right building blocks here. 
But then again, who's that? No idea. Seven six three. That must be like you. It's probably one of those uh, collect callers. Well, you're seven six three number, right? Yeah, but they all do that. It's all got numbers that you think would be people you know. But we're biohacked, hundred percent. Okay. I hope this was thoroughly entertaining. Frank, I hope you enjoyed it. It was a great you know how disrespectful I think that is when people do that. <laughs> Dude, I'm just trying to turn it off because there's a bunch of shit. Dude, going you've on. gone so Hollywood. <laughs> Dude, I got a big ego. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I kept saying that shit all the time at the start. Jack was like, "Dude, can you shut up?" I was like, "Yo, what are you guys' thoughts on ego?" Yeah, like how does ego play into like your? It's like, come on, bro. <laughs> ego. But hey, you gotta break that thing down, I guess. Hey. Some people, some people at works having a big ego. You need it. It it can it can be you know it can weigh on you. It can it can make you do some things that you probably shouldn't do. But hey, you gotta have fun. You gotta enjoy your time. Also, here. one thing I'll tell you in a year, Jack will not have the same haircut. Um, you're not hearing it from T- me. Turn turn so they can see it. Turn this way too. Oh man. I really got some long hair going on. I think I think I'm going. I'm keeping it going. Is it a mad perverted? I think I think I'm going going down to my uh, down to my back. Who's the inspiration? As, there's no one's an inspiration. I was like, this well, is why I have tr- this is why I have trouble saying Jack's my partner because like damn. I had who's uh, the dude and who's the chick the relationship. <laughs> <laughs> I had uh, you know I had long hair growing up as a kid. And uh, so the soul surfer. And uh, I figured, you know, I got some nice hair, if I don't say so myself. And uh, you don't have to rub it in, bro. <laughs> so I was like, I might as well reach my my full hair potential. Jack will have thick locks. I'll be fully bald. And it's like it's not like you know I'm not gonna have long hair the rest of my life. And so I might as well you know see see what I can do with it while I'm young. You know. It's just hair, bro. It cuts. I can cut it off and it grows back. That's inspirational. Wick, as wicked fast. Okay. I want you to wrap it up. Um, Frank, is there anything else you want us to know, hit on? Wait, that was the only question? You only had one question? You said you had mad questions, bro. So, some of them are a little exposing. Thanks for the questions. Wow. Okay. Well, thanks everyone for I, the I responded in the DM. Oh okay, at least at least you're being responsive. I don't like some just okay. I don't like all this. Uh, all right, so we're finishing this off. Yeah, you know how to do it. All right, well guys, thank you for listening. Um, we love you. <laughs> um, we appreciate your support. Um, so listen, this is episode <laughs> one hundred, one zero zero, of the Golden Hours podcast, and we haven't even reached a year. And it hasn't been a year, man. We're pretty consistent over here in the GDP camp. My name is Connor Hallway. I go by Big Bochy sometimes. That's like my host alias. And to my right, in the camera's left, I have my best friend who helps me do everything. In this, And so we were like, hey, man, it, w- it would be pretty fitting to episode 100. Sorry, we didn't really like market it either. We've just been on go, so... Yeah, I mean, it happened so quickly. We kind of, it just kind of popped up. It's just content. <laughs> it's just, it's just, it's just content. It's content. <laughs> That's a fact. 
So I, so Bix. Should we do should we do Jack this this is me Jack or should we do this is Golden Deer Productions cuz like it, it's what, kind of like What are we going to call it the 100th episode? Yeah, 100th episode. What's called the 100th episode? So how should we begin? Yeah, we might want to do something for the 111. Well, no, how sh- how we should we begin like started and ended cuz I want you to do it. Just me? Yeah, bro. This is your moment. <laughs> Don't blow it. Let it slip. All right. <laughs> we'll do this again. We'll do this for the 200, too. Oh, yeah, for sure. All right. This is Jack Bigelow, and this is my golden hour. Oh, I thought you were going to say this is Jack Bigelow. Oh, okay. Here, I'll redo I'm part it. of GDP, and this is... Hi. This is Jack Bigelow of Golden Deer Productions, and this is my golden hour. Episode 100. The Centennial. <laughs> Hello. Frank's getting Nancy. Hurry Thank up. you for watching. This is Jack Bigelow of Golden Deer Productions, and that was my golden hour. Bix, that was well executed. Good Thanks, work. bro. Your hands, your hands soaking wet. Frank, we're ready when you are. We're just going to end on... <laughs> <laughs> Shoot.